I've been doing it a little over three years. I remember I started Whoa. in... Yeah, it's been... Time caught up with me there, I guess. Yeah, I, I guess feel so. Like, I feel like a newbie, for sure, still. But then I look back... or No, I see like new people come in, and weirdly, they come up to me, and mm. they're like, oh, you're really funny. And I'm used, just used to like everyone ignoring me, and right. no one ever is like, well, saying you're like funny Because I feel like I was still doing it pretty consistently three years ago, but I don't remember you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's nice of you to say. <laughs> no, I don't remember you either. I, yeah. I know I've seen you... We did a show um, together. Yeah, there was that one in Old Town. Yeah. And I remember coming across your, um, you did like a comedy diary. Oh, yeah. See, some I, people have seen yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know how I got to it. It might have been Reddit. Did you post it on Reddit? I know people have, I, I think that's how Vince said he saw it on Reddit. Okay. I think yeah. I think I just like came across it somehow. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was on some link on Facebook or something. Right. Because uh, I certainly didn't like know you, but like I recognized your face because I think I've seen you at other, oh, like I saw you do the comedy contest a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I guess it was always just kind of in and out, I guess. Right, but, right, right. I mean, there's certainly like a whole class of comedians that were just like mm-hmm. before my time. Right, right, I, right. Like I was barely there when uh, I just started when uh, Derek Poston left. Oh, okay. And that seems sort of like, like Yeah, a, it was probably like at the tail end of that for yeah. me as well. But were you doing it a little more inconsistently at the beginning or were you pretty... When did you start grinding, I guess? Okay, so I guess it depends on your definition because I started... Uh, I'm trying to remember my anniversary. I think it's March. Okay. Three years ago. So it's like three and a three and a third by now. Right. But um, I think I went up maybe once a month for the first like three or four months. Okay. Because I was still like working up the nerves to it. And then it was like twice a month. And then maybe within six months, I was going more than once a week. And I guess maybe that's the threshold for grinding. Now I do it like, you know, at least five a week or more. I feel like that's the, yeah, I think three or more a week is what people consider grinding. Okay. So it was, I mean, it was maybe, I would say at the most eight months or six months or so then. Yeah. Gotcha. It just ramped up, and then now, sure. it's, now it's pretty solid. Yeah. Do you uh, still feel good about it, or do you feel like quitting all the time like David did all the time? <laughs> He's still I, new enough that I think yeah, he probably still enjoys so. it. I've started to realize the, the veterans, how they, some of them, like I talked to like some of the older folks when I, f- when I first started, and they were like so immediately grizzled and like jaded, and I was like, how can you hate this? This is your self-discovery, and it's, it's so happy. Yeah. And then now I'm starting to get it where you like have new people come in, and then there's... Well, I guess it's the jealousy of like seeing newer people seemingly do better than you or get more spots or whatever. And then those kind of feelings trickle in. And that's when I start to think like, what am I even doing here? Am I even going to make it? But, but then I got to like, sh- you know, scratch all that out and just feel like what I want to do, which, yeah. is, which is still there. So I don't feel like I'm quitting yet for that reason. I feel like the fact that you have a girlfriend is a good sign. <laughs> I, <guess laughs> I feel so. like most <laughs> comics are too like. They're too fucked up to have a stable relationship oh, while they're doing stand-up. Uh-huh. So I feel like even though we don't know you that well, I'm like, I think I can trust this person because nice, he seems nice. like he must have his head on his shoulder slightly if he's able to, you know, maintain those two things. Well, yeah. Well, difficult. I have a full-time regular job, and then now I have a full-time girlfriend, and then full-time, still not part-time yeah. girlfriend. How, how long have you guys been dating? Um, since October. That so doesn't whatever say that is. anything about a person that's not even that long. But we're we are I mean, in a committed monogamous relationship, though. I so. mean, that's awesome. But it's I'm t- saying that's not long I'm enough saying to it's be a, like. It's tough to balance out. How many other people do you know in the stand-up world that have like right. consistent partners? 
I, I know a bunch of stand-ups that start with girlfriends and then break up with them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It hasn't been long enough to know that about him yet. Certainly I mean, possible, but I feel like, I feel like it's, it's girls. different. <laughs> Why do you hate love, Brittany? <laughs> I don't hate love. I, think, well. I don't hate love. I'm actually working very hard on accepting it for just myself. other people's love. <laughs> no, I would hate my own love more than okay, other that's people's love. I can relate, yeah. I've been doing daily affirmations, and love hey. is going to come to me soon. So. Has that been part of your daily affirmations? Remember we said most people are in love oh, with us. Oh, most people are in love with us, but that's not the same are thing as lovers? like... No, no are in people. love with us. Yes. Oh, gotcha. So what we did is we... Okay, so we both say the same daily affirmations to ourselves in the mirror every day. Yes. We decided to do it together because Literally. we're both really... I, I'm i very cynical, and I think he's very cynical about some things. Mm-hmm. Affirmations being one of them. Yes. So we felt like this is ridiculous and stupid, but maybe we should just start doing them because there is some science behind it, and uh-huh. maybe we'll feel better, yeah. but... God, it makes us feel like idiots. So yeah. we're like, okay, we'll say the same exact things every day. So we're in it together. Whenever we feel dumb, we can be like, haha, David has yeah. to do it too. And we'll make them like purposely ridiculous. So that way they're like funny to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll be like more. That's le- a yeah. big part of it is doing it together, I think. Cause that, like, you, you, you don't want to feel alone. Right. So just the fact that you know that other people, yeah, uh-huh. that's completely. Yeah. I'm it's, sure that's why you're doing it. I'm but really glad that Brittany, yeah, for real. that she decided to do it or make me do it make and do it. do it together. Cause if I just had to like, and we check up on each other, we ask each other if we did our affirmations or whatever. Can I, I think that's what, going to be. What's like specifically what's one of the affirmations. <laughs> so, well, one of the, we decided to make them over exaggerated yeah. because we thought if they were really over the top, uh-huh. maybe our actual feelings, because we, we like don't buy into it, maybe our actual feelings will meet just somewhere, somewhere in the middle. Somewhere a little higher, closer okay. to the middle. Yeah. So like one of them, we, you know, we're talking about that whole thing of like, would people even ever be in love with me and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So one of the, our affirmations is that most people are in love, are with, in love us. with us. Oh. And we say that to ourselves in the mirror every day. And, and then so maybe we'll just believe that one person yeah. could be yeah, in love with like us. That. that we're hilarious and yeah, hot. Yeah, we say we're hilarious. Have a great ass. We have yeah. great asses. But if, if you make like a big string of them, you start getting into that like um, whatever that motivational speaker from SNL. I forget. It was like probably a little before my time. But it's just like a whole string of too many positive affirmations, and mm. it just sounds even more ridiculous. Yeah, but I think we only have like six of them, right? Okay. Yeah. So all, at, all at once, or do you like? Yeah. Just, <laughs> have a timer. So we look at ourselves out? in the mirror and we or say, "I am very hot." <laughs> or on yes, if you forget, you got, look into your phone. So you say, "I'm very hot." I am hilarious. Yeah. I have a great ass. <laughs> both of you ass? Yes. Yeah, both of us say that to ourselves. That was yes. his addition, actually. She, she just told me to do something ridiculous, so I just said that as a... And then people think I'm cool and compliment me when I'm not around. That one was mine, too. Yeah, that that's was his. One. Also, most people are in love with me. Yeah, because I would like... That's actually one of my big goals in life is that people will say good things about me when I'm not listening even if yeah. it's just about me being hot and having a nice ass, I'm fine with that, too. It doesn't have to be about my personality. Or <laughs> that, yeah, sure. Yeah, that'd be great. But Acceptance of the shallowness, I guess. That's why it's so great when I get shout-outs on your podcast. Yeah. Oh, man, that gets me so excited because, like, oh, man, people said something nice about me and I wasn't there, so they didn't have to say anything nice about me. Yeah, we had Zoltan and Dustin Nickerson on yesterday. And I brought up the story about how the person recognized me and Raul, but really only recognized me and you. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, I do it with David Zafra. And they were like, I love David. Oh, so, I can't nice. wait to listen. 
This is kind of that one part, and then you then you shut it off after that. Yeah, I just listen to the parts where you compliment me, and then I'll turn it off, and then I would probably do the same thing. Just put that as the clip on the the Facebook post of it. Just just that part with David. Yeah, give me some timestamps so I can. I'll give you. I'll give you a timestamp. Can you tell Raul to edit together a video where it's just all the parts where people complimented me on the review review? I I should do that. Yeah, because James Trader gave you a really nice compliment on there once too. Sweet. So it'd be a five-second supercut of two instances. <laughs> yeah. Now it happened like four times. Yeah, there okay. might, yeah, there's probably a few. Okay, seven seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, close enough. That's all I need. Yeah, that's really endearing. I like I like that vulnerability of like we gotta like gotta feel love. We, yeah, we gotta tell ourselves <laughs> love to if uh, to feel love from other people. I guess that's nice. I mean, I, who knows? Yeah, I yeah know. we're just trying to figure it out. We don't know what it's gonna take. I uh, don't know. He's we're trying. We're trying to experiment. How long you been doing it? Like a. A week, maybe? Oh, maybe like a longer. week and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not, it's too short to tell, yeah. I'm guessing. He said he felt like it helped him one day. Yeah. There's been a couple days where I was kind of like feeling like it was going to be a rough day, and then I did my affirmations, and I felt way better. Nice. So that I think there's been a couple days where it, it kind of helps for a moment, at least to kind of like feel like, okay, I'm going to take this day on with some kind of swagger almost. Oh, like you do <laughs> it right at the beginning and fake. then it affects the rest of the day. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I've only done it the opposite way where it's at the end of the day where I'm having oh. a bad day. Like this happened recently with my girlfriend. I was just like unloading about all this stuff, the stressful stuff from work. And then she was like, okay, I've been reading this lately. Just say five good things that happened today. And I had to like kind of yeah. scrimp to find them. But I mean, afterward I was like, oh, okay, I guess things aren't that bad. And no, it works. that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, did it, yeah, but listening to the... If I had to do that, I'd be, like, squirming. Maybe. <laughs> That's the point, I guess. Maybe. You have to kind of, like, yeah. work your way into it. Like, it works. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. We could take it a step further. Do daily affirmations in the morning and then nightly reflections. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and then we could, yeah, and then we could write each other the five good things that oh, happened that Oh, that's awesome. Day. You have to tell each other. Yeah. That's a good idea. I kind of like that, but I also kind of hate it. I feel like mine would be the same every day. I'd be like, I like ate a bagel today, <laughs> yeah. and that was awesome. Which is valid, is that but fine? then it gets boring for the other person. Yeah, but is it fine to be the same thing every day? You think it can be the same thing every day? But then I feel like that's it is also cheating, because then I could just say my kids every day, and it'd just be one off, and then I'll do four. But that yeah. is the thing that actually makes your day good. So when you're like, this day sucked, I think or my it has day to be more sh- specific than just, oh, I had a bagel. <laughs> Some people have kids, some like, people have bagels. I had a bagel and it was toasted the perfect amount. Okay, because sometimes you say people have trouble toasting your bagels the I have amount. said that. I didn't realize that I actually have spoken about that before. Yeah, you s- I've, I think you said it on a podcast and that's why. Yeah, yeah, so I like bagels. I like things almost burnt. So like I always verge. order bagels like extra, extra toasted. Mm-hmm. And people just don't do it. Like sometimes I'm I'd like... i afraid. I, but I mean, sometimes they don't even like regular amount of toast then when I say that and I'm like this is like not even toasted yeah. we're really. almost opposite on that I like very lightly toasted things interesting yeah. when, I, when I go I get like a I like to get an English muffin with my breakfast because I get an omelet and they usually give it to you with like an English muffin and uh, they I, I have a problem where they it's too it's almost like a cracker when I want to eat it are you mm-hmm. like putting are you using it for yolk and stuff because then I no, understand no, I'm I wanting use it, it for, to be soft for jam I can say with an English muffin, I get it, but there's a lot of bagels, yeah. so the inside is still very soft, no matter how much you toast it. It's true. And a bagel is one of those things where if it's toasted, it's super good, and if it's untoasted, it's like garbage food. It's gross. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like eating plain Wonder Bread. Yeah, and it tastes like clay. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I've never been big enough of a bagel person to like care about the preference of. But if, for my English muffin, I can relate because I I understand how important it is to get that English muffin just right. Yeah. Well, you're <laughs> gonna become a bagel person in the sense that you're gonna hear a lot about it in my <laughs> nightly reflection. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. If I just hear about bagels all the time, that that makes me a bagel person. You're gonna have to start getting bagel more descriptive by in bagel your... person by proxy. I guess so. Yeah. Do, you, do you have a preferred uh, side of bread with your meals? Oh, just I just get wheat bread now. I like wheat bread. When I was a kid, yeah, I was plain. like garbage, garbage bread, worse bread. People who like wheat bread are yeah. well, gross. I, I always did white bread, like yes. specifically Wonder Bread, and it's just super sweet and processed. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then I'm deluding myself maybe that wheat bread, oh, that's the complete opposite of white bread. That's the, the ultimate healthy one. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I'm being very responsible when I eat wheat bread. I nice. think you are. I prefer right. it now. That's too. almost like a, an affirmation in itself. You're yeah. like, I'm going to eat this white bread today. <laughs> We used to eat bimbo when I was a kid, and that's just yeah. terrible Be- for you. What? That's the one that's, like, already toasted, right? No, it's like well, they, they do have they that. They do have that, but yeah. they also have just regular slices. It's like a Mexican bread. Bimo? Bimbo. 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 You got the little, little oh, bimbo okay. bread guy. It looks like, it's like a bear. It's a little bear. Okay. Yeah. I heard a commercial like, for it the other day, and they just said bimbo, and I'm like, that's not how you pronounce bimbo. it. white people, I guess. Weird. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like but that. she also had an accent throughout. throughout. Yeah, so uh-huh. it was weird. Yeah, it's a t- different word when you say it like that. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's the equivalent of bimbo? And I'm just assuming you're Mexican now. I'm so sorry. I am, yes. <laughs> Very safe assumption. I could have gone anywhere. In this part of California. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, what is a, what's a bimbo? Or what's an American bimbo in Spanish? <laughs> I, that's a great question. I don't think I know enough slang to know yeah, those things. Like but slide, I might, I and maybe I just don't remember right now. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, we'll figure it out for your affirmation tomorrow. Yeah. Well, wh- one of the things that we like to ask people on this podcast is, is there any uh, advice that you really like to live your life by? Or has anybody ever mm. given you some good advice that you think about a lot or you really um, like? I guess I'll just say the first thing on my mind. I don't really have like a um, over, overall sort of advice that I've been living by. But lately, something that I've been doing a lot is trying to see myself from the third person. Mm. That's my big thing right now where I'm like, Okay, so, so I guess specifically this is, like, about when I'm at odds with somebody else, like, difficult people, and I just get, like, really wrapped up in the emotion of how much, like, anxiety and stress that causes me in thinking about how to deal with them in the future and then also reviewing what interaction I just had with them. Right. So go in both directions. I'm stressed out. So instead, I'm thinking, okay, so if I were to see myself have that conversation, what advice would you give to that person. Mm. And it, it wouldn't be what I did or I'm thinking of doing. It would just be, well, usually it's just relax and let yeah. it go. <laughs> that's pretty brilliant because I feel like that's the case for a lot of situations where I feel like shit about myself. And if any other person came to me with the complaints that I have, I tell them a bunch of stuff that I don't fucking follow myself yeah. ever. <laughs> it's like you but. would tell them it's not that big of a deal. Like just just keep being friendly and do what you want to do. Yeah. Why, why are you I don't know why worried about this person being happy with yeah. you? When you hate that person. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. Is there hey, anything yeah. that you feel like is very bad advice that you hear all the time? That I hear all the time? Yeah. Yeah, or just that you've heard. Um, or that's been given to you. I, I can only think of like an emotion of it where, no offense, but it's usually like, like, like a like a fake woke white girl is trying to like give advice 
to another white girl. Mm. This is like very. I can understand this a lot, actually. Right now, yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a more specific thing. It's just sort of like, oh, like it's like those live, laugh, love type of things. Oh, yeah, we talk like, about that all yeah, the time. Yeah, you're just like parodying these n- non advices that I guess you can like look at, look into your own life and see that, okay, yes, it, yes, if you inspect, if you like really dissect live, laugh, love, like very, like if you like journaled about it and like really inspected it, there's value there. So it's not completely discredited, but it's just sort of like, it's just like a parroted way for people to do shitty things, Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Or to justify behavior that is kind of destructive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's kind of vague, but it, it, it does kind of trigger me a little bit when I hear that kind of thing. No, we can totally relate. Yeah. When you said no offense, was it just because I was a white girl yes. or because you think that I am a fake woke white girl? No, I don't. It was specifically the white girl part. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. No, I don't think you're fake woke. None yeah. taken. Based off of already here, you don't seem like a fake woke. Do I seem real woke? Not the quite yet. Okay. Not what we're trying. I don't think the image that you're trying. I, 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 I see the image of what he's trying to say, and I definitely don't think that applies to you. Okay. Thank okay. you. But I can. I. I there's, there's a lot of people that I have on Instagram that will make these videos of stuff exactly. like what you're saying where they're giving this advice that's so generic, uh-huh. coming off like it's wise, and just kind of like this, not realizing that it's so dismissive of like a greater issue, mm-hmm. I guess. So it just makes it look really Yeah, it's sort of like whenever... Dumb. Um, I forget where I heard this. It's like some comedy bit where it's like, oh, just... Oh, it's, that's an elegant. Like, just stop being depressed. It's like advice... Like, yeah, technically, don't stop, just stop being depressed, but it's not like it's going to give you any sort of pathway to it. It's just, hey, just, just, stop, just stop doing that behavior. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that doesn't help. Yeah. Look on the bright side. Well, yeah. I was at a, at it's a, kind of a dismissive Midwest kind of thing, actually, right. now that you put it that way. That mm-hmm. That's what that reminds me of. Yeah. It's like, oh, it'll be okay, or it's just kind of like a, I don't want to talk to you about it sort Time of advice. Time heals all wounds. Right. <laughs> Cliche sayings, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. definitely not the case for some things. It's not the case for some things. Some things where it feels like it gets worse. It's some not things. literally time, right? It's just you. It's time plus you doing something about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's certain stuff like my dad dying. I feel like that's gotten worse over time. Do you feel like because of all the things you feel like he's missed? Yes, or? exactly. Okay. So I feel like time is making oh. that even fucking worse. Yeah. If I w- anything. I was going to bring up a way more shallow example, so <laughs> I'm glad you said that first, and now I'm not going to bring it up. No, tell us. Yeah. We want to hear. Well, I was going to say, especially like if what you feel is like shitty about yourself physically, time definitely makes that worse. Oh my God. I'm serious. Like what? Well, because you start to get older, and then your perception of how you look is... Uh going to go down in most cases. Yeah. You just kind of have to keep up with yourself on that one and be like, well, this is who I am now. I got to accept that. Some people don't. I mean, I look at my mom and like, my mom is so pretty and especially for her age, she's in her 60s and she looks really young and she's really thin and my mom still is like, oh my God, like I wish my hair was different. Mm -hmm. I wish my nose was different and it's just like, it just never ends. Although that's not necessarily a wound. Oh, no, to not I'm have just, a your body look a certain I way is not a wound. Having poor body image, yeah, that plagues you is yeah. a wound. Is it because of what she used to look like, or because no, she just compares herself to other pretty. people? Yeah, like, well, I mean, already I can see that. I'm like, oh man, I used to like have more hair, and that and that makes me upset. No, she's always been like insecure like that. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I remember even when I was a kid, my mom would take hours getting ready, because, and she could like <clears throat> never take shortcuts because she had to look perfect before leaving. Yeah. Ha- like she's not a I'll go somewhere with without makeup person ever. Right. 
So. Although I think in the example that you're talking about, the insecurity is the wound. The body, her body is not the wound. Her actual appearance is not the wound. So her insecurity could improve over time. That could okay. get better over okay. time. Okay. I just want to clarify that as a okay. thing because there's maybe people that are, have listened to this podcast that might be like, oh, that's messed up that you're saying that somebody... <laughs> I'm just trying She's to make sure that I'm. Woman <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure that I'm making like letting people know that there is that if a person has a certain thing that they're not happy about themselves with, that's not a wound necessarily. You, so you think what I said came off as ageist? Uh no, not necessarily, but maybe like body negative. Body negative. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, think I get that. so. Yeah. I. I'm just saying. That's usually, like an important technical point. But yeah. I don't think I got that. From yeah, that. I think what I meant I'm, is I'm not usually. Just, I, I don't think that's how you meant it. I just wanted to make sure that it was like uh, okay. clarification. Well, I will clarify what I mean is that <laughs> usually people feel worse about themselves physically as they age. Right. So that is not a wound that I think would heal over time. But I don't mm. think that people's value go down <laughs> as they mm-hmm. age. <laughs> Good clarification, yes. Brittany. Thank you for that. Thanks. All right. What the hell? Okay. Should we go into some questions? Sure. Oh, are we recording? Yes. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> okay. This one's long. It says, I'm writing to you because I feel like I've been working so hard on self-acceptance and loving my rougher edges and thought I was making real progress, but somehow I keep finding myself stuck in the same hole as always. I don't know what else to do. I have this friend whom I met through work two years ago. She's 25 and I'm 27. And the first year or so of our relationship was like a never ending episode of Broad City. We saw each other almost every day, including days off. And we had long rambly eight hour conversations about sex, feminism, rage, and self-discovery. It was this intense, almost romantic sort of attachment. And I was full of adoration and joy every time I was with her. Then about a year ago, or then about a year into our friendship, she got a boyfriend. I've never found it so hard to be happy for a friend meeting a guy. After she told me about him, I actually sobbed for an hour. What is wrong with me? She's happy. I love her. I should be happy for her. But she's the kind of person who tends to focus on one relationship at a time. And I sensed I was about to get shafted. And that's exactly what happened. I've seen her about 70% less than, and our long, intimate conversations have vanished. We don't have marathon hangouts anymore. I knew that the level of intensity couldn't last, but still I felt abandoned. Fast forward, I recently moved to a different state where another close friend of hers, who she's known a lot longer, lives. And so she flew out to visit. Minus the boyfriend, I hope this might feel more like old times. She stayed with her friend, not me, but insisted that seeing me when I was available, her other friend isn't working, so they were together a lot more, uh, was a priority, except I wasn't. We hung out the first night for like an hour and a half, and the next night she invited me to a party this other friend was having, so there wasn't any quality one-on-one time. The last night she went to dinner with this other friend's family and said she would text me afterward, but it was late and she was tired. Like, clearly she's not interested in the same level of closeness anymore. Maybe she doesn't even want to be friends. I don't know. I can be anxious and depressed and insecure, and sometimes that makes me a drag to be around, especially now in a new city. I feel like I'm oozing neediness from my pores at all times. And her other friend is consistently confident and bubbly and doesn't make people deal with that shit. Relevant probably is she's one of the few close friends I've made since high school. I hated college and didn't make a ton of connections, and it's hard to make friends as an adult. So I guess when I found her, I put a lot of pressure on it. It sucks, though, because I felt like I was finally slowly starting to rise up from the old story. I told myself about my unlikability. Um, I'm kind of reserved and awkward, and I always felt like I wasn't outgoing slash witty slash smart enough for the people I really wanted to befriend. And here she was, one of my tribe who wanted to be my friend back. And now she doesn't, at least not in the same way. And it's hard to not hear this little annoying voice saying that I was right about myself all along. 
Um, oh. I've had more short-lived relationships with emotionally unavailable men than I can count, but I've always felt good about at least having friends who love me, except now she's not interested and none of these men have been interested and I'm still forming relationships with people who turn out to not want me. I'm still anxious and begging for scraps of attention, only it's so much worse with a female friend than a man. It feels so deep, lonely, and like such a failure. What if I really do just have a chip missing? And if my only problem is I think I have a problem, how do I stop thinking that? How do you stop begging for scraps when what people, when that seems to be the only thing people are willing to give? Very interesting. Sad. That's, yeah. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah, I feel like I saw you nodding. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I get time. it. I get it. Mm. <laughs> I do think it's... I don't know. It's hard because I understand feeling that way, but it's also really hard for the other person when you're putting this intense pressure to be like all they have. On right. Them. Mm-hmm. She sounds like she's um, treating her friend as validation that she's worthwhile or like she's a worthwhile person. And then now that that friend is like, it was like a goal of hers is like make that meaningful friend. And then now that that friend is leaving or Left. Moving on, that then she, that means she herself has not become worthy of that person's right. friendship. Yeah. Uh, so it's very sad to hear that she's tying so much to it. Yeah. I mean, I can I relate to it, but like I was saying before, like what advice would I give to another person? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, understand. There's also part of me that's kind of like I feel like if Ariel was here and she was listening to this question, she would say that this person might be into her friend a little bit. Oh, she totally would. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this, there might be kind of valid in a situation like this because I understand like I've had friend breakups and stuff like that and I've, I've like had those times where I feel a very friend lonely but I, I don't know if I felt it to this intensity and it feels like there's might be a little bit more to the situation than just like a regular old friendship possibly. Well, I don't uh, know. I think it's not really about her friend. It's about herself. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not. Maybe. It seemed like it was an instant thing, though, because she said as soon as she said that she was dating somebody that she felt it immediately. So I felt like there was almost like an immediate jealousy before all this loneliness even kicked in. But I think that came from like the fear of knowing that things probably just wouldn't be the same mm-hmm. anymore. And I think because she admitted that it was an almost romantic like connection, it probably isn't because she wasn't like, so I wonder if maybe it is more. Than, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it didn't see. I don't know. But I feel like I've been on the receiving end of this sort of situation, oh, so I relate to her friend more. <laughs> you were you were the friend. Well, just like not, it's just like a person who. I have a lot of things going on. I have a job. I have two podcasts. Oh. I have a lot of friends, and this other person doesn't really have any friends. I'm like their only source of like friendship, their only source of doing Mm -hmm. things. So they will make me feel like a shitty person Mm. when I don't have as much time for them that I feel is like normal. Like I feel like the amount that I give to the relationship is like, I'm like, oh yeah, we're like, we hang out and we, but it's not enough for them and that's not my fault, but Uh they make me feel like it's my fault. Yeah. They're clinging on to that one really strong friendship that they have or like with you in this case, I guess they're hanging on to that, but then they don't have anything else on their own so they yeah. feel abandoned by you. Right. And it's like I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. And I can like if I was wow. if no I was being a shitty friend or if I was doing things wrong, like I can admit that and I can mm-hmm. see that like I was being a shitty friend to him at one point and I can reflect on that and be like, yeah, I was. Like I would be able to admit that, but I'm r- truly not. And so it's just like I kind of am at a loss sometimes because it's I can't be like, dude, 
get other friends, like right. if you had other things going on in your life, then you would realize that like you're being sort of insane right. about this sort of thing. So it's just like that. that's rough. Yeah. When you put it that way, it actually makes me realize I have been put in the same situation where times in my life, like after I had the kids and was also doing stand up at the same time, I, you know, most of my friends were stand ups. And if I had free time, I was hanging out with my kids or Madison or my family. And and so I think I did have a group of friends that maybe felt like I kind of had like put them to the side. But it was I was just wearing myself so thin socially, like it was just too difficult to to be able to keep up those connections the same level that I had them before. So I think, yeah, maybe I, my advice to this person might be to get some hobbies in my help. <laughs> yeah. Keep you busy a little yeah. bit. They you might make what they friends do. Yeah. through that as well. Yeah. Meet people. You can't be always looking for other people to fulfill you you gotta find, find it what within. fulfills yourself yeah i do think about this sometimes though because um since my best friend moved to portland and then i just lost a so my ex-boyfriend who took up a lot of my time and then like raul is like the person i hang out with all the time and there's not a lot of people that i like hanging out with one-on-one so he's like my one source of like you're my best friend we hang out like we get dinner we go to the movies like we do things that i don't like to do with other people and then i was like fuck what if raul gets a girlfriend uh, like i'm like i was thinking about that the other day i'm like that's gonna change and like that's gonna suck sounds like you might be into raul no. <laughs> I am not, but yeah, I was like, I would actually be, and like Jake keeps trying to get him to move to LA and I'm like, shut the fuck up, Jake. Like I get so upset so about it. So this is it. that exact same situation then. Yeah, but I don't get mad at Raul and I'm not like, oh, what's wrong but with But it hasn't you? happened yet. I don't think that I would, unless he was like bailing on plans or something. Okay. But Yeah, um, that, that's probably the key is like, is he, is he making, well, I guess I'll just say Raul in this case, is he making plans and then breaking them? Or just you like assume that you have like a running, uh, a running, you know, Saturday night thing or whatever. No, it hasn't. I don't think it's going. gotten bad yet, right? No, so. I mean, there's not. It's not even happened at all. I'm just like into. I'm like, oh, it's what if that were to happen? The possibility that he yeah. could get a girlfriend or he could move to LA, which is the logical next step for a comedian. Right. Yeah. And gotcha. then I'm like, oh, I want to see a movie, and you don't want to go. Like, mm. yeah. But I mean, I'm sure it'll be. It'll be fine. I'll have to like. I felt bummed when my best friend moved and I found other resources. So like that would happen, but I'm just yeah. like, Oh, that would be like a major change in my life. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I wouldn't be, uh, figure it out. Yeah. As we said on this podcast several times, there's no, no shortage, shortage of, of friends. friends. <laughs> yeah. <Good> affirmation too. <laughs> yeah. She needs to, um, here, let me tell you what she needs. <laughs> she oh. needs, here comes. She, she's not saying she's not being honest. I feel like she, my guess is that she hasn't said any of that to her friend. Yeah. So she, her friend has no idea how she feels. How can you expect anything to be affected if you don't, I guess, you got to be vulnerable about it. Like, maybe, almost like following your sword here and let them know that I miss hanging out with you. I want to do more with you. They don't know that. They maybe think that you abandoned them because they got a boyfriend. So they're, they're looking at it in resentment also. Yeah. No one's communicating that everyone's mad at each other. Because there's a difference between being like, hey, like what's going on? Is this because you're pulling away or is it just like a natural sort of like you just maybe don't have the time right now? Like I'm just feeling kind of abandoned by our friendship. Then there is to just like make that person feel like they're shitty because they're not hanging yeah, out with you. Certainly the former is better. Yeah. I think if you'd yes. had that conversation, it might, uh, yeah, you're right. Cause I had a friend who was feeling that way about me and I had the conversation with him and I was like, it's honestly not nothing personal, but I've had all this stuff going on. 
and I just haven't had that av- av- availability. Like you, mm-hmm. like it's just been very, really difficult to try to make time for anything recently. Yeah. And then maybe in your mind, you're thinking, well, they're not making the effort to hang out with me, so I'm not going to make the effort to hang out with them, and then yeah. you, and then everyone just drifts further apart. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah, I think you might be right on that. It might be, yeah, it might be a yeah. tough conversation to have, but it might and, be. And sticking it to uh, another like piece of advice, I I guess I would have now is always stick to like what you want. Or like, so if I had to like come to you with this topic, it would be like, I feel this way. I feel abandoned or I miss hanging out with you or it doesn't have to be sad necessarily, but just like, I, I liked it the way it was. Right. As opposed to... As opposed to saying, you changed since you got a boyfriend and you don't hang out with me anymore and you do this and you do that. Because then it's now it's defensive. Yeah. Now it's just, well, this is my feeling. You can't, you can't deny how I'm feeling. Yeah. And then I guess if they rebuke your feelings, then I guess that's... A wake it's a different up call. situation. Like, yeah. okay, maybe they're actually not into me, and I yeah. gotta move on. Good point. Yeah. And yeah. she should ask her friend out because they might get it <laughs> Who off. Knows? Maybe she she'll go. break up with that boyfriend. She that was like, I was flirting with you for one year, and you didn't make a move, so I got a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be funny? That would be. Hey. Maybe her friend stopped hanging out with her as much because it was too hard for her because of how in love she was. With yeah. Her. Oh my God, that's probably it. See, I was right the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, David. We should have just ended with you being like, they want a date. <laughs> Let's check up on these people so I can confirm yeah. that this is oh, yeah, exactly said, what happened. Um, I'm writing because. Do they, do they literally write you? No, no, no. no. We got these. We just like always another. like to read okay. it as if they are ready. To, some people do, but not in okay. this case. I'm going to say that would be badass. Like you start getting so We're trying to get more solicited advice, but oh, that'd be so cool. as of now, it's all unsolicited That's advice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then... And then it could be like San Diego specific. I'm just like blowing this out of proportion already. I'm like, oh, this will be so no, big. You guys are gonna be huge. Yeah, thank you. Please give me yeah. tell us that more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? We should add that. Our, Ooh, podcast, our podcast is gonna is be huge. Huge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out what word you were gonna say. <laughs> our podcast is gonna be huge. We're gonna be famous off this thing. We're gonna get an Emmy for podcasting. Oh, what is that called? A Webby? Is that a thing? Oh, that's what that's Jaleesa what. Uh, just yeah, won, they got yeah. one. Yeah. Well, not Jaleesa. Well, her podcast. Her and her podcast. Yes. Her and Jordan. Uh, you, we one, know. one third of one. Muller She Wrote. Muller She Wrote got one. <clears throat> okay. I, and actually, it's funny that you asked that question right now because I had raced the part where they said, hey, it's I'm glad you're back for this question. Yeah. But originally, this started with glad you're back. <laughs> we did Just have a couple weeks you. off. We did. It did well, they weren't referring to us, but we well. did have a long break. But now we're back. So this person is saying, uh, my grandpa has always been a lighthearted joker, sometimes to the detriment of my sanity. He's the kind of guy who likes making jokes but can't handle it directed at himself. So kind of an asshole. But that's a problem for another time. Here's the more urgent issue. Grandpa thinks it's totally okay to touch me, a woman in my damn 30s, the way you touch a little kid, I assume. For example, one hot summer day my parent, at my parents' house for lunch, I happen to wear a crop top with a high-waisted skirt. Grandpa immediately notices the sliver of skin at my midsection and says, when I was younger, if girls dressed like that, their bellies, with their bellies showing off like that, we'd just grab it and proceeded to grab my midsection. Okay, Grandpa, in a props. I'm assuming that's in a props. <laughs> or in a props? Another in a time, props. Grandpa, my sister, and I all sat to visit our grandmother's grave at the cemetery. It's something we try to do often. It's not necessarily a somber occasion either. We try to think of it as a real visit, go on a nice date, and, and act as if we were in the park remembering my grandmother. I mentioned 
this to give context of what happened next. As we were visiting, I began to feel some back pain, something that happens occasionally due to injury a few months back, like and got <laughs> on the grass to do some yoga stretches. Literally within oh five seconds God. of doing a stretch, my grandfather slaps my ass. Yes, slaps my ass. I sprung up horrified and yelled at him, and he just kind of shrugged his shoulders and acted like, oh, I'm just your playful old grandpa. Ha, ha, ha. Joke. So how do I get in, get it into my grandpa's dumb, thick head that you can't touch women, not even your own granddaughter like that? I know this isn't sexual. It really isn't him. It really is just him being an annoying idiot joker, but it's still treating my body like it exists for his dumb amusement, and I hate it. I thought about asking my dad to talk to him, if only uh, to force him to have an awkward conversation instead of me, but my dad was also the person who got angry at me for reporting a guy at work for sexual harassment because it was harmfully, because he was harmless joking. Harmless joking. So Jane, that's not us. Very different. <laughs> so uh, Brittany and David, what do I do about grandpa? Also, grandpa is com- completely healthy physically and mentally. This is the way he acted with me when I was a little kid. He doesn't uh, have like dementia or anything like that. And this is like thinks that I'm uh, my grandmother or something. Stand about. Yeah. This question makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really mad you asked it. Why? <laughs> because I don't know how to answer it at all. Uh, Is it because, because, see, I... No, I'm nervous too. <laughs> and you, when, sometimes when questions like this come up, I'm always like, when that's just like, just... You know, don't say anything because this person's never going to change. Is that, it because it's a relative that it's different? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I, w- I, I would guess it would make it harder. Not, not that it's different in terms of what you should do, but the stakes are higher, I guess. Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, I, but I was kind of like, don't say anything because this person's never going to change sort of thing. But then, I mean, I don't know how old he is. I mean... I don't know that it's sexual. It seems creepy. Yeah. But would it be uh, completely sexist if I were to say, uh, "Don't wear those kinds of things around your grandpa"? <laughs> yeah. Or, or put your butt in, or put your butt up in the air around your grandpa? Yeah. A little bit, just because it it's like it's like, well, yeah, he should just not be doing that, I guess. I mean, okay, so that that's not the the. I think that's basically I'm just repeating myself. The real answer is, yeah, tell him. Like, I don't. You can't. I'm. I'm. I'm 30 now. You can't do this to me anymore. It makes me uncomfortable. And then just like, these are all the things that I feel. But I mean, I guess if, if those are the kind of things that like trigger your grandpa to do this kind of shitty stuff. Yeah. And no, I understand. Avoid them or I guess like do what you need to do to make it not happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's tricky because it's like, I feel like there's a lot of people who are like, Older people are conservative, so I'm not going to dress the way that I would normally dress around older people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think she should necessarily have to or else her grandpa's going to touch her. Like, that's <laughs> fucked. But, um, I mean, I was thinking the same thing when you started saying she started doing yoga stretches in front of him. I'm like, and that's, like, the shitty, like, thought in my brain that I don't want to have where I'm like, well, why would she do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like she shouldn't have to not do that. Because her back hurts. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I guess they were also there to, like, visit their dead grandmother. So maybe she didn't think it was going to be a situation where he'd be like, oh, this is a good time to, like, slap her ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like I said, that's <laughs> not a thought that I want to have. That's just, like, one of those things that just, like, creep in there that I can't help but think. And then I'm like, no, Brittany, shut yeah. up. Like, that's <laughs> not. I'm definitely I'm definitely with you now on that being, that, what I said being sexist because 
like these could have been the first instances where this happened. Like she just happened. Like maybe she didn't know she was going to her grandfather's house today, and she just happened to be wearing something that showed a little midriff. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I mean, and people's perception of what's risque now is so yeah. different. Yoga's pretty in- innocent. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure she, like, I have no idea what she was wearing, but it's probably to her was even like fairly conservative. Yeah. I don't know, but like a, probably a completely black. Um, full gown but doing yoga in it yeah I'm thinking like a somber funeral to well she said it. she didn't make it somber it was like a like hey let's all go to the park oh. and kind of so thing. she was wearing like yoga pants and I don't the know crop top. <laughs> <laughs> she was just wearing a bra and <laughs> thong and what? come on grandpa <laughs> I don't know how she feels about her grandpa I mean like obviously she says he's an asshole I don't know if she has any amount of like love towards him but to me that wouldn't be where part of me was like, eh, he's just never going to change. But also that wouldn't be a relationship that I would even care about salvaging. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I would continually be like, stop fucking touching me. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. Oh, totally do and that. here's why this is not okay. And if that didn't change, then I would be like, I'm not hanging out with grandpa anymore. Yeah. yeah. Cause I wonder if how she, she didn't say what her reaction to all this was. Like, obviously in her mind, it creeped her out. No, I think Park she, said, she, yeah, said, she that said that she, she got up and yelled at him. Oh, yelled at him? Okay, yeah. good then. So, so if, that, if there wasn't any change after that, and I feel like And he was like, like hey, like, I'm just joking, but I don't think he understands, like... Okay. You know, he probably obviously has the mindset, like, I can, like, women are objects, and like, oh, silly women, I can do whatever I want to them sort of thing, mm-hmm. and doesn't understand that you need to respect people's mm-hmm. space. Yeah. And her dad obviously feels the same, so... Pass that on. See, I had a thing... <laughs> it also sounds like it runs in the family because the dad said the thing about the sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's like no one's on her side on this. Yeah, it's, really it's weird when that here. happens. Actually, I think I, I, uh, there was a thing when me and my brother were younger where my uncle would go up and like grab, like pinch our dicks. Like in front of everybody, just like as Over, like... In the, in, on, through the pants? <laughs> Over the pants. Oh, uh, but it was just like, oh, I like, like how your that face was, was like, hey, it was over the pants. Like, no, I mean, I'm not justifying Ed at all. No, 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 I know. Um, but so he would do like this. In fr- he was like a joke in front of people. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. it was like he took us to like a closet and was like, hey, let me fool around with you. But he would just like be like went like a, as a greeting almost. It was weird. But when my brother got a little bit older, he tried to do that. And he my brother kind of was like, no, like, don't fucking touch me. And my grandma literally was like, hey, why are you making such a big deal about this? He's just trying to be nice or whatever. It is weird when you're in those situations mm-hmm. where it's like people are like justifying a behavior of other people that are being fucking weird and creepy. Uh-huh. Yeah. But it doesn't, does not make it okay. Yeah. I get hesitant to bring this up because I feel like it makes my dad look bad when it was like not. But when I went. <laughs> oh, no. Touch, yeah. touch your penis. Yes. Yeah, are you about to, to defile your father's name on this podcast? No, no. I was at this. I'm I feel kidding. like is actually an example in the sort of opposite, like when a situation like this. So when I was younger, my dad used to like pat my sister and I on the bottom. And it was like, like I don't yeah. know, like. No, his, I don't think, yeah. Yeah, and he that. used to call it like a love pat or whatever, mm-hmm. which makes it sound creepy, but it totally wasn't. But then, like, once I started to get in, like, element, like upper elementary school, like, I was like, like, it made me feel weird. I was like, don't do that. And he was like, oh, I like, oh, so I'm like, I'm super sorry. Like, I didn't know Aww. sort of thing. And no, then, like, never nice. did it again. Yeah. But I just Good. think he realized, like, oh, she's not a kid anymore. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't yeah, realize yeah, yeah. when that change happened. That seems, yeah, and he really, yeah, yeah, so all you had to do is tell him once, and that pretty much ended after that. Yeah. That's how you should do it. Because mm-hmm. I do that to my kids, too, and it's, yeah, it's just like a playful thing, but I feel like after they get to a certain age, obviously, if they're just like, 
not comfortable with that at all. That yeah, I don't gonna, think he realized when that happened, which I feel like when you, you that's easy to when happen. When you're children and yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah, they're, they're grown-ups now. <laughs> I would say the cutoff age for, like, touching your granddaughter's bottom should probably be, like, 45 or so. So he's probably still in the clear. As you, uh, as a, as oh, for for yeah. the for the granddaughter. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's still good. <laughs> like if it, if it, he does it at forty five and he and you're doing yoga and he touches you. No, I don't think gra- I don't think grandparents have the same rights as parents do. <laughs> like to eat more rights ever? or less rights? Less. Oh. Yeah, less. The parents is different. Like grandparents are like, what? You don't fucking do anything. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because I feel like generational thing. You know, it'd be more understandable if it was the uh, the dad, I guess. But if it's the granddad, I'm just like, it's just different. It's just like, no, you can't fucking do that. That's just weird. Yeah, I mean, it's just coming from such a place of like backwards ass thinking that I don't know if you can change it. But at the same time, it's like I I don't. I think you have to make as much noise about mm-hmm. stuff like that as possible to ever change things. Yeah, certainly so. don't accept it. Yeah, like right. Maybe you can't change him, but you you don't have to True. allow it to happen to you, yeah. or or at least be at least let it be known that you don't want it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Good stuff. Okay. That's like a no-win situation. It does suck too that the dad won't take it like seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, if you don't want somebody to be touching you, there shouldn't be any fucking question about it. Uh-huh. So, like, That's I don't... That's the end of the debate, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. No. Growing up, I was always my friend's chubby friend. Chubby is a softer way of putting it, though. I was often called fat. On more than one occasion, I was told that my friends were hot without any hint of interest in me. Looking back on it, I think men's response of it just disgust and general... Wait. Looking back on it, I think men's response of it, just disgust and general annoyance if I ever seemed interested in them, has totally influenced the guard I put up as an adult. Anyway, that all sucked, but I survived, and then in college, I lost weight. The world may see me differently now, but I still struggle, too. I'm saying this because it's one of the best ways to really justify why what I'm about to say next is bugging me so much. See, about two years ago, I was hanging out with a guy who very publicly announced he was in love with another woman who was everything I wasn't, right in front of me and people I knew. It was kind of my nightmare. The moment I started attracting interest from men, I couldn't stop thinking that they'd rather be with someone taller and thinner and totally different from me. And she was all those things. I was embarrassed and filled with shame and felt all those things I felt as a teenager of not being good enough or attractive enough or enough enough. And my brain couldn't stop thinking I wasn't the only one who believed that either. It was hard and gross and definitely a bit self-involved on my end, but that's how it felt. Slightly after all of this happened, I made a new friend. She seemed nice and fun, and I have great female friends, so I had no reason to expect she'd be otherwise. But then over time, I noticed she would contact any man I paid any attention to. If I said someone was attractive by the end of the night, she would have friended that man on Facebook and started to send him messages. If I mentioned a man from my past who she didn't... um, If I mentioned a man from my past who didn't even live in the state, she would do the same. She befriended all the men that I dated, and then recently, the tool bag of a human who publicly made me feel shitty started seeing her in a sneaky but also super obvious way. I should mention that for the past year, I've been in a relationship with a lovely, wonderful man who is amazing, and I have no interest in the tool bag human at all, but still, it makes me feel gross. It's as though she's taking over parts of my life. I'm not kidding when I say she has found a way to be romantically involved with at least, with at least six to eight men I've been involved with or mentioned since I've met her. But this current one feels worse, and to top it off, she keeps inviting me places they'll both be, so I'm constantly preparing for the moment she springs their relationship on me with an audience around. Long question short, all of this makes me feel angry and frustrated and mad and filled with a shitty hate feeling, and I don't know how to get over it. My life is great. Why should I care? My ego, however, seems to feel otherwise. 
Yeah, you just need to cut this person out of your life. <laughs> yeah. It, so it sounds like they're still friends. Yeah, that oh, doesn't certainly. make any sense. She's completely toxic. Then just stop it. Yeah. Get out of there. She's got to learn to break up. But... So what if she's never brought this up to the friend before? Does it matter? There's some no. fucking weird shit going on well, what here. If her fr- I mean, no, no, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I think her friend is shitty, obviously. But like, what if her friend's like, I didn't know that you really cared that much about these guys. Uh, valid, yeah. I don't know if I can give them that benefit of the doubt in this situation where they, this person explicitly goes after people that she's mentioned or dated. That just seems weird. I'm just maybe that's not her perception of it. I don't know. I'm it seems just, like that goes no, against friend that. code. Like, I bet because her, the the fr- I don't know, girl, the the writer, a girl, she obviously has a lot of body issues. Mm-hmm. So she maybe she doesn't um, like aggressively go after the guys that she wants. So as far as the other, the rest of the world is perceiving, she doesn't even like that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and like I've I, and I mean I think her friend is obviously like super insecure. And yeah. needs to take something from somebody else to feel like she's valid and worthy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But what I could also see situations because I don't know. We're not there, right? So this is one side of the story. I can see situations where I've been out with friends and one of my friends like, that guy's cute. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy is cute. We both think the guy's cute. And then I talk to the guy like, is that what's happening? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Probably. Go, but dating, that's dating in, your friend's ex, though. That's a very well, that's, explicit. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that. I mean, I'm just situation. saying, like, all of things put together, it's clear this lady's shitty. But are some of the instances things that could be it misconstrued could be. as like, I thought you thought he was cute. I thought he was cute. We both thought he was cute. I didn't. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And she was just less insecure, so she got the guy. It could be it that certain well, I think situations. She's probably more insecure, but I don't know. It could be that certain situations. What you're saying could be the case, but explicitly dating your friend's ex is a different situation. <laughs> right. Yeah, well, what did they say about that? It was, um, like, a, an ex, and then, that like, That caused right her after, a lot like, of they, harm. They broke up, and then immediately her friends started I don't know if it was immediate, but... No, because she, that guy publicly admitted that he liked someone else. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, or was in love after. with somebody else. Yeah. Sometime after, this woman made friends with this girl. So she wasn't friends with her at the time. So that's also why I'm like, maybe she doesn't realize the extent of, like... The harm that he caused her? I feel like the friend would have told her, like, hey, yeah. this person did this I to mean, me. I'm not really mm. defending her. I'm just trying to think of, like, I don't know if... if I just don't know if it's as black and white. Maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it's not. But either way, I feel like the advice would be the same. It's just, like, this yeah. person seems like they suck, and I would just... They're both being kind of shitty from opposite directions. Like, the friend's being, like, aggressively shitty, and the other one's being, like, passively shitty. Like, she's not doing what she, she's not getting what she wants she's not letting anyone know she's just like letting her friend steamroll her all this time i'm assuming she hasn't brought it up ever yeah. well yeah i mean every time she i can't relate to that though but, <laughs> yeah. but every time that the friend invites her to do stuff where she was saying like i know she's inviting me because her and that guy are going to be there and they want to like embarrass me with their relationship i'm like why don't you fucking tell her you know you know yeah so i don't know that's weird to me that's a good point. Yeah. That that uh, that is a situation where I feel like that person, the person writing, could definitely be just like getting in their head about it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the I don't know the person's explicitly trying that hard to publicly humiliate you. I doubt that that's the case. Yeah. Right. And then but. if they're always hanging out together, of course they're going to meet all the exact same people. Yeah. So any time that she ever does have a crush on somebody, the other friend also knows that same guy in that same world so if it's a cool guy then they're both going to be into him i mean the thing she wrote about 
like she reached out to a guy who was in another state that I mentioned that I had dated before. That's that's where I'm like, okay, well, this lady is just obviously yeah, like, like why? Up. But you, now I'm asking live in myself. The same place. I don't know. I think we have to ask ourselves how small of a town do they live in? Because maybe there's not a lot of options. Yeah, it's the you know one bar. I mean? Maybe it's impossible to not date people's exes, and maybe she's like, oh, there's a good guy in the town next door to us. Like, I mean, I've dated everyone here. There's like five guys. Yeah. It That's could just be like over know. the border. They just live on a border. <laughs> yeah. A border city. And yeah. then just it happens. She's to like, I don't want to date all of your exes, but there are literally no, people, are no here. people here. That is making a stretch, but sure, let's go with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what's good about this is you can imagine all these we different can possibilities. We anything we yeah. want to. Yeah. Whoever's right is we, whoever we want to be right is right. <laughs> and we're correct We here. have so much power in this situation. And yeah, yeah let's. So, this per- so there's no good guys in yeah. the city. Yeah. And it's not your friend's fault that she keeps just happening to date. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think she's at fault. The yeah. friend is, I don't think the friend is to blame. Either way, it would probably still be a good idea to get out of that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And she also needs to work on herself, too, because she mentioned, like, half of that was about how she used to be overweight. So but what is she her. right now? Yeah. Sounds like she's probably hot right now. Mm-hmm. So well, maybe she was hot before. Well, okay. And she just perceived herself not to be. Okay, By traditional ab- standards. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But the point is that now <laughs> she's not who she was before. <laughs> she feels better. She's more confident now. Mm-hmm. Or she should be, or she's in a place where she got the the ideal thing that she wanted. Yeah. And so but maybe she's still she projecting just, what she was before right. onto her decisions now. Mm-hmm. So it's like clouding. Yeah. So, so she's seeing <laughs> gu- other guys liking her friend equals I'm not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those insecurity about all that stuff. Yeah. I think, I mean, she acknowledged that. I think that's, you know. Yeah. Not, not that she's doing anything about it, but she, like, I guess she's aware of it. So yeah. that's, that's one step one. That's the first step. That's the first step. Yeah. It's a very important Sometimes step. Sometimes the only step. Sometimes people Sometimes are in denial, so it's a do, very, though. very yeah. important step is admitting it. Or maybe it's the guys in these situations. Like, that guy should know the situation. It he should be asking guys more questions. It's situations. Yeah. If you really think about it. shitty guys. Making There's a lot of shitty guys out there. shitty about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The guys need to, like, figure out the situation <laughs> of, like, how, how is your friend dynamic? And yeah. This seems like a toxic relationship. I'll come back and talk to you once you figure out your life with mm-hmm. your friends. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you that's meant, a like, really good point, though. I mean, that's, I feel like there's so many questions where there's drama happening, and it probably the guys should be the one fixing the problem. Well, I don't mm-hmm. feel like I've ever felt... Like sh- the grandpa and the dad. Yeah. And a bunch of other questions. But I will say, grandpa writing in. I love... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My stupid daughter won't let me do it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I love to hate on men and blame them for everything, but I don't think I've ever felt shitty about my body because of a guy. I would say you're I mean, uncommon. kind of. I mean, I feel like part of it is, uh, like, you know, is, isn't, like, a big part of body image, you know, like, the stuff that we put out there and patriarchy and all that stuff. Sure. Plays a big factor into that stuff. Yeah, because you feel like you have to live up to a reasonable standard. Yeah, I said, like yeah. I said, so there's probably, a, like, maybe, like... That's true. You know, like, a couple degrees out, but it's, it ultimately comes out to a lot of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, just the patriarchy, I guess, in general, but, like, specific, they like, interactions with men. Yeah. Like, you, it should be the opposite, if anything. Yeah, but I think yeah. there's been a lot of situations, like, where... Yeah, I think that... Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> yeah. I like that to to There it is again, him. the patriarchy. You're trying to defend men. No, I would <laughs> never try to defend men. I was just saying. <laughs> they got you, Brady. They fucking got you. Usually men 
like my body, <laughs> if anything. So, so the times they don't, it's their, the patriarchy's fault. No, I've, that's never happened where... No so guy's dislikes your body ever. Not oh that has ever been expressed to me. Sure, I'm that's sure it. that they have, but like I'm saying... Yeah. The reason I feel bad about my body is internal. Right. Have you ever, did you ever used to be overweight or, I don't know, zitty or something? No. I feel like I'm She's currently overweight. <laughs> oh. No, no. Oh, my that's God. That's the wow. thing. I that's like a that crazy. Out. Yeah. Yeah. But you've always been That's a different though. life then. Because you, secu- you didn't have that body insecurity. Well, it's weird. Well, like in high school, I wasn't hot. I just never thought about it. Like it didn't even like I was like, oh, do you guys like me? I never thought about that at all. It wasn't even a blip in my brain, really. Right. So I wasn't insecure, but I didn't. I know I wasn't hot. Like people didn't like me. But you were also were you around a lot of people in high school? Like because you were yeah. in, in high school, right? I went to the first two years of high school. I never went a full week, but I was around <laughs> people. I feel like that kind of diminishes the amount of people that think you're hot yeah. when they never see you. You started I, off not giving a fuck. So you're like, okay, <laughs> if you think I'm hot. I'm yeah, not it just wasn't. Like really, I didn't, I didn't care, I guess. So I don't know where that shifted. And then I was like, Oh, like, and then like I started Mm. feeling shitty, but I don't know. I feel like it's always, there's always an opposite shift. Like whatever, whatever way you start off in life, you somehow it always goes the opposite later. That's not happened to me. No. Okay. Well, (laughs) one day, man, (laughs) I hope I feel good about myself one day. All right. Here's my question. Yeah. I know. Right. (laughs) So this one, this is actually a really funny one. Okay. (laughs) So it says, I'm 40. My husband and I have three children, 14, 10, and 5. We live in a lovely suburban area with one of the neighbors. I almost thought that was their names, like 14, 10. Clock <laughs> times for their that'd be a very. That would be a great way to save some time on names. When, it's uh, when they were born. <laughs> yeah. The, the time? Uh, suburban area with wonderful neighbors who have come... <laughs> Become close friends. Uh, We've been uh, on family trips with these friends, done projects together, had parties, etc. Sometime we talked about making a dramatic movie together and finally got serious. We began discussing script, making plans, assigning parts. I was cast as the lead. One of the neighbors has such a or one of the neighbors has a country cabin and we decided to film it there. Our idea was to make an action adventure with some slapstick just for family and friends. We really had a lot of fun. My big scenes involved getting kidnapped, bound, gagged, and eventually escaping. I was gagged with a handkerchief and sent uh, and spent the first 20 minutes in a chair uh, watched over by the bad guys until the big escape scene. I had to stand up and with my legs tied and my hands bound behind me, hopped through the cabin across the lawn where my husband rescued me. I have no (laughs) idea where this is going. (laughs) I enjoyed being the center of attention and showing off my agility. uh, Sorry, we arranged to have a premiere with our kids. (laughs) Is this a fan fiction? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. no. We arranged to have a premiere with our kids who weren't there during filming. I felt utterly humiliated listening to my children laugh as I hopped around on on the screen. I hated having my kids see me that way. The kids loved it, and now they want to see it again and again. I sit there uh, bravely, but I am mortified. Instead of being agile, uh, uh, agile, clever heroine, I'm hapless. I'm a hapless schnook. I can't undo this, but I'd like to recover some of my dignity. I know this is a strange problem. What, what do you suggest? This, 
already I love this woman's <laughs> writing. She did a great job of showing how vulnerable she was right at the beginning, saying, I loved it. It was the best feeling ever. And then my kids undercut me, and it's like the twist. This woman is a great. Uh, she should keep going and acting. This is going to be good. Isn't that the thing, though? Like, I'm pretty sure even, like, I don't know if he has kids, but I feel like even Vin Diesel's kids would be like, what a loser. Oh, like, true. your kids just always think you're, like, a dweeb yeah. no matter what you're doing. Uh-huh. So she probably did look cool and agile, and her kids were like, oh, mom's tied up. Like, what an idiot. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's true. Kids have terrible taste and everything. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't ever trust them on shit because they're... How they old like, are the kids? 10, 15, and 5. Oh, yeah, perfect ages to make fun of mom. Yeah, <laughs> especially the 15-year-old's like, oh, my God, yeah. are you serious? Yeah. You, you made a movie? Yeah. Like, yeah, like maybe the 5-year-old would like it. But if older, if the older ones aren't liking it, the mm-hmm. little one's not going to either. Well, but also at the perfect age to think it's all fucking hilarious, yeah. too. Yeah. Like, wow. And I would feel like I would be like, even if my kids thought I was like, maybe they weren't like, oh, mom's like this cool action star, but if they thought it was super funny, I bet they still think it's cool that she did it uh-huh. and think that it's so funny. I or don't if know. they don't at the moment, they might later on down the line, and even if they thought it was funny, they still got entertained by it. So you still yeah. did a good job because your kids, like you did something that brought them a lot of enjoyment and yeah. they want to yeah, keep they watching watch over it and over, and over, and over. Yeah. yeah. Like imagine if she had a better sense of humor about it. This yeah. would be, this is, well, it probably still will be like a family heirloom. This mm-hmm. is going to be like, it's like a VHS tape they're going to watch over and over. So here's what she needs to do. She needs to do what Tommy was so did, right? Yes. That yes. was exactly Were what I was thinking. thinking? Yeah. yeah. Cause they made that, was that movie that they made? The, they made Room. But they the made, room. the movie about the room. Oh. Oh, I don't know what that would is. With, uh, with uh, James Franco yes. and, Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The disaster artist. Oh, the yeah, disaster yeah. artist. So they made that disaster artist. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Everybody laughed at so it. So it was had supposed that scene. To, yeah, yeah, he made it. He intended it to be this dramatic movie that mm-hmm. was, like, Oscar-worthy. Mm-hmm. And he thought he gave a performance of a lifetime. He saw it at the premiere. Everybody died laughing. And we're like, this is the worst movie of all time. Like, this is a comedy. This is hilarious and atrocious. And then he was like, yeah, that's what I meant it to be. Yeah. So she needs to shift her. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking when she I was She was two in her head about like, oh, my kids are going to think I'm so cool. Yeah. No, they still think you're cool in a different way. Yeah. Another Just sign that it. maybe she should continue to be an uh-huh. actress because she takes herself very seriously. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. She sold... Like, imagine if she was, like, playing the straight man in a comedy. Like, that would be perfect for that kind of... Mm-hmm. Like, she's taking it so seriously, but then it's super funny to the audience. Yeah. That's a hard thing to actually realize, I feel right. like. Especially, like, a stand-up, and I'm sure you can relate, is, like... Sometimes you you want to be the winner in your story, but sometimes if you embrace how much of a loser you are, that's funnier for them. Yes. And then if you don't care, then now you don't now it's a win for you. Yes, exactly. And also like she's, girl, she's it starting. was your first movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're going to get better. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. I want to see this movie. I, I really want to see <laughs> I want to check it out too. I want to know if she was release. actually good or if she was really bad and she yeah. just thought she was good at the time and her kids are right. Well, like, I don't know I'm if she sure. thought she was good, but she definitely thought it was going to be like well, no, she probably thought she was like, oh, my kids are going to think I'm so cool. She was uh-huh. like, I was agile. That was the first like mistake. A, Don't try to make your kid cheetah. think you're cool. It's going to be yeah. so hard. Yeah. yeah. It's like when the it's like the first time you watch your, like if you record your set or whatever and you watch it for the first time, you're like, I sound like that. I look like that. <laughs> oh, my Your God. perception of yourself is completely different. So no matter what she filmed, it was going to be terrible. Yeah. yeah. To her anyway. Because I used to, in acting class, once a week he would, or like once a month he would film all of our scenes. And I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, I'm going to quit this fucking class. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, my God, how do people interact with me if that's what Uh, I look like? Like, why do people even want to be my friend? (laughs) Like, I was just fucking horrified. entire ego is shattered. 
But what if you, Horrified. let's say the opposite happens. You thought you were great and everybody was laughing at you. How would you feel then? <laughs> Probably better just ah. because I'm so deluded. I would be like, they don't know. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, any reaction is better than no reaction. So yeah. that's pretty good for that so girl. If, you, if, we, if you ever end up having kids, you can show them the movie that you made and see what they think oh, about please. it. But it's like me making out with Gordon the whole time. I'm not going to show my kids that. What kind of movie were you making? <laughs> it's a porn. <laughs> <laughs> Man pinching his dick. No one. I didn't know where you got that from. And now it makes yeah, a lot, a lot of, of sense. ammo here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, we made a short film. It was like 45 minutes, actually. But um, it was just about a relationship that goes wrong and we're in love at first. So there's a lot of us like kissing and stuff. And then it was like two scenes, I think. Really? I felt <laughs> like we made out a yeah, lot. No, I was uh, maybe on no off camera, but <laughs> you're like, let's go over our lines. <laughs> like this one is just all action. We didn't have lines. It was all improvised. So, <laughs> but you need impro- to practice improvisation. On well, something. maybe it just feels like a lot when you're making out in front of you with a camera. Right. But it was like the opening scene, you guys kissed. And then you kissed a couple of times for the montage, but then there was no more kissing after that. Well, I had to make out with Nick McIntosh too. Yeah, but that was different. Well, I'm just saying it was. It would be a lot of making out to show my kids. They would be like, "Ew, gross," yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, that's like gushy, and that's that's a little different. Well, yeah. like, I'm, this one sounded. I'm sure our minds were going there. She said she was bound and <laughs> gagged, and that's like I, I thought she was going to be like. <laughs> I, Somebody I uploaded it to Pornhub. Yeah. I, I kind of thought that when I was like, I have no idea that where this is yeah. going. And you were like, I do. I was like, oh, maybe I do. Yeah. Then. Yeah. She's I, like, yeah, and now I want mind. to be a porn star. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought maybe. Which like, also I would tell her to embrace. Some, somebody <laughs> got the video and used it for something that was not oh, her intention. I That's what I thought she was going to be. I really thought she was going to be like, I didn't realize I was into BDSM. Mm. Yeah. And like now I like have this whole side of myself and my husband's not down or like something <laughs> like that. That's a whole hard argument. That sounds like a typical. That's why this one was such a fun question because it kind of took it in a direction that yeah. we're not used to for yeah. advice column. Because normally an advice column question would be exactly that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if they want to watch it over and over, they think it's cool in some way. Yeah. You know, if Just they were really that mortified, it. I would be like, never show me that. Yeah. Again. Also, what the fuck did they do? <laughs> yeah. 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 You're her kids. They can't be that great. <laughs> First of all, you made them. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And they ain't shit, so... And you guys are obviously super <laughs> cool if you're the kind of parents that are like, let's go to this cabin and shoot a movie. Oh, fuck yeah. They probably are, like, hippie, doing, getting They're high and cool drunk. And fuck. Do, I don't, don't want to hang out with these people. I do, too. Yeah. I'm like, you. F- I feel like you would make me a better person. Yeah, yeah. I want to make a movie with them. I kind of thought the same yeah, thing. Yeah, let's do that. Let's yeah. see if this person that... Oh, man, I want... Every once in a while for us to be able to reach out to the people that wrote these questions. Yeah. Reach out to us. Come to San Diego. We'll yeah. go <laughs> film a fucking movie with There's you. It's so sad. You can't, ever, you can't ever find out what happened to There's you. One that There's one that I still think I'm about. glad that we don't find out what happened to them because I'm sure some of these people have died. I'm oh. sure some of the people have yeah. died. But, um, what were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, I still think about the girl whose boyfriend told her that she needed to get plastic surgery to make her forehead smaller. Oh, wow. And she didn't know what to do about it. I hope she didn't. You got to leave? <laughs> yeah. It's a bad situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like that because that... Sounds close to home. So your you forehead? Have to, you have to. Not quite. <laughs> okay. You have to be done at eight thirty, right? Yeah. Okay. It's eight twenty-seven. 
Okay, okay. so we should finish. We're actually good. We're good on time and everything. Okay. Oh, I want to say one last thing about the last one. Um, that was exactly the plot of the episode of The Office where Michael shot oh, um, yeah. Danger Midnight or whatever. Threat Level Midnight. Yeah, gr- Threat Level Midnight. <laughs> yeah, and he did get bummed halfway through because people were laughing mm-hmm. so hard. And then he changed his tune embraced and he was it. like, you know what? It is a it. comedy. Yeah, you yeah. got to embrace it. All, all of these questions could be answered by different episodes of The Office. People should just watch that show and you get life lessons. I think that's true. I guess I didn't think about that before. I should Not watch to The Office your podcast, sorry. No. <laughs> well, you can do both. Yeah. <laughs> You're humble about it. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be uh, it for this episode. Um, Thanks so much you, for having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you. Thank you for being on. I like on. this advice stuff. This is cool. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, for people that are out there and want solicited advice, you can reach out to me and Brittany at unsolicitedadvicepodcast1 at gmail.com. Um, or you can just message us on Facebook or just ask us in person. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you give it to us in a written form so I can read it on the podcast, mm. I think everything should be good. I'm feeling better about talking to people now so you can, you can come up Approach to me. Approach you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to talk about me on your podcast, <laughs> I'll send, keep doing it. I'm going to find some a way. Time stamps so I can I'm going to find a way to bring you up in every podcast. Ooh, are you going to do like a Jake to me? That's what I did for my podcast with Jake. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I used to do it a lot because I used to be like, oh, my other podcast right. when we talked about plugs, but I stopped doing it. It almost so. seems like you, I listened to one of your most recent episodes and it almost seems like you're almost purposely trying not to talk about this podcast. Mm. <laughs> you're like, the other podcast that won't be named. Well, I didn't tell you this, but Raul started hitting me after, so I had to stop. So. <laughs> Yeah. Do you need okay, some advice well, about definitely. that? Yeah, can you get off air advice? Hit him please? back. <laughs> yes, I agree. Harder. In the dick. That is good advice. Yeah. Um, so and yeah. bang on the table. Okay. Is there is there anything that you want to plug? No. Okay. Cool. Don't you have another podcast? I heard. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, if you want to check out my other podcast, it's the Review Review with. Uh, Raul Zambrano and I who you mentioned on this podcast all the time yes (laughs) so you can check out Review Review Podcast on Instagram or follow me at BitchneyH and we post about it sometimes yeah so you can watch Brittany's affirmations on there oh and it was a story it's gone now Uh, you can do them again I can do them again I mean every day I'm going to be doing them so one every day yeah throw them on there and hopefully Slam and Sample's coming soon it hasn't been talked about in a while David <laughs> Slime and Temples is coming to a Instagram near you. Okay, depends on what your definition of soon is, but sure. Yeah, you know, sometimes per- somebody might be listening to this podcast a year from now. Oh, mm. then and probably. maybe by then, uns- probably un- soon by then. By then, Slime and Samples might be viral. By then, soon. That should be another affirmation. Slime and Samples is going to be viral. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, just, I guess myself. Um, okay. Twitter and Instagram handles are the same. Craig P. Sutton. Okay. And it's, uh, I think I'm funny, so. Okay, cool. <laughs> I find you to be enjoyable, yes. Yeah. All, All right. right cool. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, for, do, are we forgetting anything? No. Thank no. you for listening to this podcast. And Don't overdo anything. In the morning without giving you half of my